Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of employment and labor lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Steve Hirschfeld. Today's a special day because it's Tuesday. The purpose of Travel Tuesday is for our members around the world to provide a little bit of insight on what it's like to do business in their jurisdiction. And today we're going to be focusing on Louisiana. And I'm really pleased to welcome to the show Beth Weiner, who's a shareholder at Baker Donaldson. Beth, how are you today? I'm doing all right. Thank you for having me, Steve. Good. Well, Beth, let's start off by acknowledging that you're from a very unusual state in a lot of ways. Obviously, New Orleans is famous for being New Orleans. The food is off the charts amazing, too. But I think people outside the United States don't understand the history and legal system that you have in Louisiana is completely different from the other 49 states. Give folks just a sense for what's so different about the legal system in Louisiana. So in Louisiana, we have a civilian system. So it's a lot like the codal system of European countries. And it's not as different as people think. It's just a different verbiage for a lot of things. Like we have prescription periods instead of statute of limitations. But we also have the federal court system, which obviously operates under standard federal rules, federal laws. So the big difference in Louisiana is this codal system where we focus on the Louisiana Civil Code, the Code of Civil Procedures, and utilizing those rules. And the jurisprudence in Louisiana focuses on those rules. And you, you can see the distinction in the way that there is a focus on the rules and statutes in Louisiana and how those are given a great deal of credence. So on that point, I started my career actually in Missouri, where almost everything was by common law. You had to find a case on something. And it sounds like Louisiana is completely different. You have a law, a statute on like everything. And that's where you go to figure out what the rules are? Exactly. There is very rarely a common law issue. There are some, but that is not where we go. We generally look for a statute or a rule on point and go from there and proceed by interpreting that statute or rule as opposed to looking for a case that perhaps would guide on some sort of common law principle. Now, don't get me wrong, there are still equitable principles in the law, but it generally is a focus on statutes. So fundamentally, if I was opening a business in Louisiana, I mean, there are a lot, a lot of statutes that deal with human resource issues, hiring and firing, that sort of thing. So I would tell any business interested in coming to Louisiana that Louisiana Wage Pay Act is going to be the primary focus for a business interested in moving here. And that's because it operates to manage the way employees are paid by employers, particularly at the time of termination or separation. I mean, it has a lot of rules about you can't require forfeiture of wages, you can't require fines, so you can't find somebody if they're late for work. And then it has some pretty steep penalties if you fail to pay an employee at the time they're terminated. And that's probably the biggest statute in Louisiana that focuses on the employment relationship. Generally, I would say that Louisiana is an probably more of a pro-employer state. We are a right-to-work state. We are an at-will state where, you know, termination for any reason that's not an illegal reason is acceptable. And we don't have any additional statutory limitations beyond what you see in the federal statutes. Generally, Louisiana state courts 
under the state statutes, look to federal law and interpret it in a similar approach as the federal statutes. So when you say right to work, in other words, you're, you're a state that I'm assuming does not have much in the way of a union presence. Is that right? We do not. There is some. There's some in little pockets in Louisiana, but it's not a huge unionized workforce in Louisiana. The workforce that you'll see some in would be the utility industry, electrical workers, linemen, the railroad industry. But those industries are a big part of our state. And we see that that benefits businesses that come here because of the logistics that are available and transportation of goods. And, you know, those small industry pockets do have some unionization, but they're definitely a benefit to our state. So, you know, a lot of people don't realize you have that huge port. So speaking of that, are you guys dealing with the same supply chain problems in Louisiana, your ports that we are every place else? We are seeing supply chain issues just like across the country. And we've seen ships sitting in ports just waiting to be unloaded. We have seen some developments in that area where a couple of railroads in the state of Louisiana are working to join together and join forces to help alleviate some of the supply chain issues. And I think that that's going to help as well. So just tell me in in short, if I was a company, let's say in Europe, because you mentioned that Louisiana sort of models itself on the French and the European system, and I was thinking of opening operation or buying a business in Louisiana, just kind of tell me from sort of 50,000 feet, what, what should I know that's unusual or unique about Louisiana? So I would say it's a great opportunity. Louisiana has been voted in a couple of ranking systems as one of the top 10 places to open a new business because of the low cost. There are extreme tax incentives that are offered to new businesses in Louisiana, and it's a recognized benefit and opportunity, as well as the the low cost of utilities, the low cost of facilities. And, And so there's definitely an opportunity there. And The state is developing additional incentives regularly for all types of businesses. We've seen some new developments in the digital media area. In addition to just business incentives like tax credits, there's also been some development in the education system where curricula have been developed to assist in educating Louisiana and developing a workforce in that area. So before we wrap things up, I think I'd be remiss if not asking you about the impact of COVID on the New Orleans economy. I mean, you guys have one of the top hospitality destinations in the world. So how good or bad has it been over the last couple of years? And have you seen any improvement? We are seeing improvement. I will admit that Louisiana's GDP has not recovered to pre-pandemic levels like some states have, although it's not the only state that hasn't reached pre-pandemic levels. And I, I think that that is associated with the tourism aspect of our economy. And I'm hopeful that we're going to continue to see some improvement. New Orleans took some steps early on to require that those visiting be vaccinated in order to enter bars and restaurants and saw some significant improvement following that. And I think that that has sort of spurred additional tourism and comfort with with visiting the city as well. And as you know, you know, New Orleans is the go-to place for Louisiana food and culture and getting a good feel for that. So we're, we're excited to see some, some improvement there. Well, forget about food and culture. The music is awesome. So it's, uh, <laughs> folks, if you've never been there, I'm a huge fan. It's an amazing, amazing place. So Where you can walk down the street and each place you walk into has fabulous live music playing. Yes, absolutely. But these days, that's, you know, most places in Louisiana have moved towards more live music and have developed outdoor space 
so that they can do so. Well, that's good to hear. Well, listen, it was great seeing you, Beth, as always. If you'd like to connect with Beth Weiner, just go to her bio by clicking on her name in the description of this podcast. You can also visit ela.law, which is the Employment Law Alliance's site for all kinds of information, including all our podcasts, to access all our white papers, to listen to our previous webinars, and maybe most importantly, get access to our free online library, the Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor employment lawyers from the best law firms around the world. I'm Steve Hirschfeld. Thanks for listening.